0: up the champagne, pop, it's
1: my house, come on, turn it up, uh, hear a knock on the door and the night begins, cause we done this before, so you come on in.
2: The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin.
1: This segment is brought to you by Empire Title Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner.
0: Welcome to my house, baby. Take control now. We can't eat.
1: Good morning radio listeners, our good day podcast listeners. I am Jay and I'm your host of the Home and Mortgage Talk right here on your podcast platform but most importantly on Cardio News Radio for 10 years running. You can get a hold of me directly at 719-330-1457. You also can go to jgarvins.com or churchillcolorado.com. And this is the hour when we speak about all things real estate, all things mortgage, all things investment, retirement, and anything financially related to your financial stability and retirement. And if you're hearing my voice for the very first time, I am Jay and I'm your friend. Every single week, Matt and I, my radio producer, work to put together a very, very strong show. And I come from a financial angle of every single show. I'm a licensed loan originator. Churchill Mortgage is my company. We are an employee-owned company. We call our mortgage providers home loan specialists. Other people call them MLOs or LMOs, licensed mortgage officers, or just loan origination officers, people who help you get financing on your home and we've had so much conversation during these inflationary phases during all of the incentive money that's been given through covid with the ppp and all of the other incentive monies from the congressional acts and everything it is a lot of knowledge to navigate but the bottom line is just this i'm jay and i'm your friend You can call me right at 719-330-1457. If you're considering a home purchase, I wanna be the licensed individual that helps you with my team. I also wanna say if for any reason you're looking at financing either a line of equity, which is called a home equity line, a HELOC, or whether it's just, hey, Jay, I wanna buy a car and I don't know if I should finance it at the dealership or go to my credit union or, or do it out of, my credit card or cash, you reach out to me. But today, I've got a subject that I've researched for several weeks now. I walked into the studio and Matt said, Jay, this is a very hot topic. Everybody's talking about it. And without further ado, with the drum roll, Matt, today's conversation is titled Rent Control. California, here we come. <laughs> cool. I've got the news articles, the internet research, my personal experience right in front of me. But the premise, the muse for this show is in the capital of Colorado, which is happening actually in the capital of several states, our legislators, our voted congressmen and senators are introducing house bill HB 1115 that would actually impose rent control which is interesting directly from a article posted by the gazette which actually did the the best job and i'm impressed with their coverage says that house bill 1115 would lift state preemption allowing local governments to impose such policies on controlling rent. So we're going to talk today uh, about what is rent control. I also want to talk to you today about uh, what are some actual examples, some specific legislation in different states and different municipalities that have created this type of government assistance, and whether it has been successful, whether it has been contradictive, And the conversations in between. Now, this is an interesting subject because I've also got a friend of mine, separate notes here. Jason Holmes from Rocky Mountain Climate will be in, and I am going to poke him a little bit for him to share with you and me about HVAC, air conditioning and furnace price control and rib him and have a great conversation. I love having contractors in here because he's a great guy, rough around the edges, but here to serve you and your family. I'm going to have an extra long time with him today because the price of things and inflation and budgeting is so incredibly important to me. Don't get me wrong. I am a landlord of multiple properties, both short-term rental and long-term rental, and I work consistently in tandem with my wife to make sure that rents are fair for our tenants, that we're taking care of them, we're giving them the best, and I always want everybody to have the best. So we're going to have that conversation. I also want to share with you, although I will not be talking about it in great detail on the show, the surge of listeners like you that are interested in investment property ownership is growing substantially, the buzz and conversation with houses being more affordable price-wise than they have in more than five years, I want you to call me at 719-330-1457. Get into my exclusive introductory to investment property ownership class coming up Tuesday, the uh, 31st of this month of March. We are now into March, which is amazing. The first Two months, January and February, flew by, and I can't believe we are summing up the final couple weeks of the first quarter. And I do stand corrected because the last time I did the class was on the 28th of February. This one is on the 28th of March. It is 6.30 p.m., a Tuesday, 28th of March for investment property class introduction. I want to help you or your adult children or your friends or your neighbors that own a home, but want to explore how they can get more information and learn about investment property ownership. And then the rest of this show, I am going to focus on rent control. California, here we come. What is rent control? What is the specific legislation that is creeping through the House of Representatives in Denver and onto a committee in the Senate? And then talk about the positives, the negatives, how it could affect you Because we need to help each other collectively curb inflation, keep things affordable, and we do that always on the Jay Garvin Show here. And a great example of that is over the holidays, we were not spending extra money on things ourselves on Black Friday, but we chose one of our tenants in one of our houses that has never had new appliances since we bought it in 2014. We went shopping on Black Friday without any appliance failing. My wife and I bought five new appliances for our tenant And that is just a good thing to do. It helped her. It helped us. And we want to make sure that everybody has the best position to pay their budget, have an affordable housing cost, have an affordable cost at the grocery store. And and God help us if we can ever find an affordable bill at the gas station in the near future. But you definitely can get a fair shake right here on the Jay Garvin Show. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to be turning after these messages talking about rent control. And is it color? California, here we come. You're listening to the Jay Garvin show.
0: Our house in the middle
1: of the street. Our house in the middle of my a...
2: It's the time of the season when love runs high. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Top. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's.
1: This segment brought to you by locally owned Rocky Mountain Climate, a family owned business.
2: As you take us you take anytime, anytime, anytime. To, show, to show you what you need to. Slowly tell you why I really want to know. The time
1: of the season. Well, thanks for sticking with me. You're listening to the Jay Garvin show where we're talking about Rent Control, California, here we come. You can get a hold of me at 719-330-1457. I want to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction as a licensed loan originator. But there is a rent control bill, House Bill 1115, that's going through the Denver Congress right now going into the committee in the senate as we speak and i'll get into this more there's 7 different states and the district of columbia that have these measures in place and basically understanding exactly what rent control is basically what it is in simple terms is it's just the ability for individuals to have affordable rent which is constructed and maintained right here's the drum roll with the magic word by your trusting government. That's one thing. Many of us, 85% of us are homeowners and you and I don't get directly impacted by majority of rent control. But the one thing we do get involved with is the price of products and the price of living with the inflationary hedges especially with the inflation reduction act and the continuing increase of interest rates and the expenses of maintaining our house and that's why i've got my good buddy jason holmes owner of rocky mountain climate jason how are you doing good jay how are you doing today I'm doing fantastic. I've had more conversation about this whole rent control. And you said in the Inflation Reduction Act, there's some provisions in there, which is funny because there was just a confirmation in a Wall Street Journal and then another financial article that said, hey, inflation ticked up again as a direct result. Can't make this stuff up because of the Inflation Reduction Act. So they're telling me that the Inflation Reduction Act doesn't actually reduce inflation?
0: Yeah, it's almost like an oxymoron kind of, isn't it?
1: It is. It's like a jumbo shrimp. Yeah. Our, our government efficiencies you know, are like us with Churchill. As our motto in our company, we're debt-free lenders.
0: Except for the debt.
1: Except for debt-free, the debt.
0: You're debt-free except for the debt.
1: Except for so the debt. So
0: that's how the IRA works, right?
1: Except for the debt. So I pose this question, how we can talk about all of Forget the price control for rent. Let's talk about the price control for HVAC, furnaces, air conditioners, what we are talking about, heat pumps, uh mini splits. There's a lot to talk about here, so I'm gonna have you on longer. Uh-huh. But let's go right into this because we're we're on the subject of government anyhow. And I remember in the two thousand nine and two thousand ten time frame, remember when our government under President Obama was literally paying people ten thousand dollars of tax credit right. to buy a house. Right, right. Not how our internal revenue service the reliable IRS is giving people how much tax credit for a heat pump hvac furnace system and then explain what a heat pump hvac system is how much credit up to how much are people get
0: so up to a heat pump or a mini split system yeah they're offering i think it's i have to recheck the and i'll recheck I just as heard well it too but it's up to like fourteen thousand dollars
1: twelve to fourteen thousand dollars not only through for the
0: pump, ira
1: but also mini splits correct because that's electrical based and that's their and goal
0: in a, a mini splits a heat pump system really yes
1: Wow, I learned, if you're listening right now, I've been in mortgage contracting for two decades, and until this very moment, no delay, right here on Saturday, logically now understand, but didn't realize that a mini-split is a heat pump system. I have several houses in Tennessee because of the Tennessee Utility Authority and the hydro dams everywhere there, which were put in in the 30s and very smart. It's obviously an electrical system because there's no gas line that goes into A mini split.
0: No, no, it's all ductless.
1: Okay, so all ductless. Explain to us here because we have the time. What is a mini split system?
0: So basically what a mini split system whoa, 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 is. Whoa.
1: I thought a mini split was like a small banana split. Like you have a banana split and then you have a mini split.
0: Hey, it can be cool at times, I guess. Maybe. But not here.
1: This is <laughs> this is where idiots prevail. He lick, looked at lick, me lick like I had a... the wall mount unit and see if it tastes like
0: <laughs> bananas and chocolate.
1: So what is the mini split, my friend? So it's, it's wall mounted. It still has a condenser outside the house to right, create you know, air.
0: Right. Yeah, so it's, there's a condenser outside just like a traditional. Air conditioning system. Okay, inside some of the listeners will know this all right right off the bat, and some of them already have them. Is boiler systems inside a house? Are yes, huge for mini split systems. Okay, because it's ductless, so it doesn't run off a of central air like a traditional HVAC system does. Okay, what it has is it has head units on top of the wall, or uh we call them cassettes inside the ceiling.
1: Cassettes, or the units look like little rectangular white modular yeah just like a long white rectangle yeah a long white rectangle and it has vents in it and it has Mm -hmm. a control panel yep okay and Um, then the the lines the freon lines
0: Free online. lines, yep, just like a traditional air conditioner.
1: Runs from the unit, which is called a condenser outside, and then right. goes up through the attic or whatever. But mm-hmm. each one of these needs to have a drain system.
0: Yep, and they do.
1: Okay, yep, and, so and that needs to come out of the unit wherever it is and out that portion of the house wherever the head unit is. Yes. Okay, yes. and it's run off of electrical, no natural gas.
0: No natural gas. So it's all electrical. It's a heat pump system, like you're talking about a heat pump. Basically, in essence, what a heat pump is, is um, think of the saying, "Robin Peter to pay Paul. Okay. So what the heat pump is doing is it's robbing all the heat from outside because there's going to be heat up to, I think it's like, what, negative four negative 425 degrees okay. Fahrenheit. So you can rob heat from outside and extract it from outside and deliver it inside your home. Okay. So what a heat pump is doing is it's taking that reversing valve inside that outside, outside air conditioning unit, reversing that instead of dispersing heat, it's sucking heat back in the house and deliver it to your home during the winter. And then in the summer, it the reversing valve kicks over and, of course, does the same as the air conditioner.
1: And does the same as the air conditioner. Does and there the is up heat. to twelve dollars to $14,000 incentive that came directly out of this brand new Inflation Reduction Act yep. to do direct benefits of people who are using an electric or heat pump mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. because now there's, I'm not going to get off track, but there's there's all this drive to try to get all of the gas stoves out of America now.
0: Right. Which I is have just, one. I ain't doing that.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no. I like way. it. I like yeah, it. Too yeah, much. no way. We, my, my wife insists on cooking on gas. Yep. And you know what? This is this is like when they went woke in the schools, and all of a sudden they wanted to take over the school boards, and all of a sudden the soccer moms <laughs> and soccer dads said, "The hell you are," and that's the way it is. So just remember, you can call Jason or Frankie, Ashley, the whole team at Rocky Mountain Climate, and say, "Hey." Frankie, how do we get a hold of Jason? What's the number again?
0: 719-629-8686.
1: And you can just look up Rocky Mountain Climate, or you guys know. You can call me as well. But there's twelve to $14,000 of savings for you there. But also, train goes further than that. You just went to a, a Denver dealer meeting where uh-huh. you all know, but if you're listening for the first time, Jason is an exclusive rep for the train hvac heating cooling line it's hard to stop a train it's
0: hard to stop a train, it's hard, to stop a train.
1: It's hard to stop a train they sponsor good midwest company uh i have trains in five out of six of my houses and when my ream goes out mm-hmm. which i'm not going to kick it out early i'll go over to a uh train but you just found there's some amazing ways that you've helped people keep a price control on hvac explain that to us
0: so the way with train works on that on the price control with hvac is they offer anywhere up to zero percent 84 month financing through train really it's as simple as five minutes on a wells fargo app Uh through uh, our website, RockyMountainClimate.com.
1: This is huge because that means you can buy it now. And as prices go up, you can pay it over time without any interest. Yep. And then make sure you make your upgrade now because we all know with inflation, products and labor are going to be more expensive in the next 24 to 48 months.
0: That's correct, too. And like you always said, I hate unsecured debt. I do, too. And this is a way to take advantage of it.
1: Absolutely. And that's just absolutely huge. What else did you find out at the Denver dealer meeting? That's a big deal for you to go up there.
0: Oh man, we can go through that forever. (laughs) Well,
1: give me in the last minute or two, give me the, the biggest thing you learned about train while you were up there.
0: Well so much train in Mitsubishi mainly put it on it was two days of me and my brother going through uh test and balancing what what what's the best grills to use inside a house for supply grills cuz there's a difference to for the throw on uh heat and air conditioning uh-huh. balancing the-, the system out completely and 100% true like your house on polo Yep it was the same thing just...
1: absolutely and i mean let's finish on this then cuz it's even news to me about a great american company train making a great partnership with mitsubishi because train makes the most efficient and reliable hvac heater air conditioning systems but mitsubishi really gets into the mini splits and all mm-hmm. of the heat pump systems
0: correct yeah train does too train's got a heat pump system it's called a dual fuel a dual fuel. I know we're ta- kind of limited for time, but train. What a dual fuel system does is that the the heat pump made by train will actually run the furnace, the air handler, off of electricity as it dips down to a certain degree, maybe about I'd say about twenty degrees, maybe fifteen degrees. Mm-hmm. It switches over to gas.
1: Well, it's almost like a fuel-efficient car as opposed to fully electric, where it's like a hybrid, a hybrid. Yes, between exactly, electric and exactly. that. Well, that's good, my friend. Every single time you come here, you not only teach my radio listeners, but also me as the host. Throw out the number one more time, how people can get hold of Rocky Mountain Climate and Frankie or Ashley.
0: Yep, you can call Frankie or Ashley at the office at 719-629-8686 and remember to support your local Rocky Mountain Climate.
1: Yep, family owns, my friends, and don't yes, sir. go anywhere we're going to continue the conversation about rent control. Is this an evasion of California? What are the different states that have rent control legislation and measures in place? And has it been an advantage or has it been a disadvantage? You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show back after these important messages.
2: The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's.
1: This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Of in the action.
2: i looking I've
1: Thanks for sticking with me. I'm so excited to continue the conversation about rent control. California, here we come. This is a really serious matter. I just talked to Jason Holmes from Rocky Mountain Climate, and we talked about price controls on HVAC. I learned new information. I may just do another radio show segment on this about this inflation reduction act through Biden and through Congress that was shoved in right after the election has 12 to 14,000 dollars of incentives for people that do heat pumps which is basically an electric controlled cooling and heating system rather than a natural gas that's a whole nother radio subject with the push now that they've taken care of coal they're trying to get rid of natural gas if you're a mom listening just understand that washington dc and the wokes are gonna come from your uh, beautiful gas stove as well we'll see how well that works but this specific house bill 1115 that passed through the house of representatives up in denver I believe it was 40 to 24. I think there's 19 Republicans up there in the Congress out of 65. And five Democrats voted with the nine Republicans saying, we are not going to have rent control. But of course, it passed by a vast majority, 40 votes to 24. Every single Republican voting against it, but only five Democrats separating from it. And what does that mean? I mean, The bottom line with this in this legislation, which is interesting because it said it would lift and create a state preemption, allowing local governments to impose rent control policies. And this is just common sense, my friend. Even the word preemption, which I didn't even know what it was. I'm just that simple of a homo sapien that the specific law-directed definition is where a higher level of government eliminates or reduces the power of a lower government. So, hmm, let's see. Would you rather have a local government controlling your rules or a higher government at the state or federal level? I think that is a no-brainer. Even the lefties and the wokes would say, well, no, 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 we want local control until they want to impose it on other people. The bottom line is this. With this legislation, which you can research the article right in the Gazette that posted, and I'll give you updates, is several different statements within this article came true. One of the ones that floored me was actually the governor, who I don't agree with much of anything that he has his hand on, is even skeptical about this legislation. Within the article, it talks about whether the Democrats in Denver, obviously, which they have full control of our state, the House of Representatives, the Senate, the governorship, all of the state elected positions, plus the senatorial. The only time the opposing party gets any view at all is when you get into our federal representatives. But Governor Paula said himself these laws have unintended consequences. It's strongly favored and being pushed by the progressive democrats in the state no doubt at all it states all of this in the article there's been a prohibition on rent control in colorado since 1981 and they're trying to bust open isn't it interesting the last time all of this came up with progressives was during the last inflation which is just so idiotical because it is is nothing minus the printing of money during COVID, during the PPP, during all of this incentive money that they're giving people not to work, you know, the 300,000 Colorado folks that are coming off of Medicare now that there's no longer the exceptional mandate for COVID to just keep printing money while you're sitting home. This very act of printing stimulus money and printing garbage legislation that just gives all of these incentives to pet projects creates inflation and then downtrodden the lowest individuals on the economic rung and then they want to come rescue them with more government programs and i guarantee you not one elected individual democrat that's voting for this owns rental properties or knows what it's like to have a relationship with a tenant now i come from a standpoint where i am a landlord my wife and i own six generating properties And I'll get to this profit generating rental properties. And I told you before the break, as soon as we make a profit, we will spontaneously go ahead and give one of our tenants who's a single working parent a Christmas present before all this inflation and alleviate their rent for literally one month and say, go bless your children. It's been a hard year and they appreciate it. But now with inflation, with our insurance costs going up, our tax costs going up, with our maintenance costs going up, it's becoming more and more difficult to give rent stability, let alone rent breaks. To our tenants and in 1981 when boulder tried to initiate rent control it was overthrown at the supreme court level at the constitution level of colorado and then in a situation in telluride in 2000 where they tried rent control it went all the way up to the colorado supreme court and it was ruled against rent control one more time in fact representative i think it's catlin from montrose Said that the legislation is causing in other states, and will do the same to us, landlords to specifically get out of the market altogether, sell their stake in rentals. 90% of the time, they're then bought by owner occupied families, and then the lack of affordable rentals is then further exacerbated. And I'll tell you right now, here on the radio, Talking to you on Saturday, the 11th of March, that if Colorado enacts a rent control, which bottom line this time around, I don't think it's a matter of if, it's just when. We're one of the top seven progressive states now, and they're proud of it as the fiber of the economic and standard of living In Colorado deteriorates with all the increase of legislation and inflation, which is much faster in our states than neighboring states like Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Arkansas, New Mexico, all of that. Beautiful place to live that if this rent control measure is passed into law, my wife and I will personally sell all four of our beautiful rental properties in Colorado, I guarantee you that they will be bought by young couples that will live in them and not one, not two, not three, but four separate single working parents will be out of a beautiful, affordable place to live. Because like Representative Catlin out of Montrose said that state government funded programs that limits profitability and increases bureaucratic red tape and control is only going to draw private investors and entrepreneurs like my wife and I or you that are listening hundreds and hundreds of my clients to not get out of investment property ownership we'll simply do an exchange which is called a 1031 exchange that we've done twice already and just sell our beautiful houses in Colorado buy new ones in Tennessee bring new rental affordable, highly maintained, nice rental properties there, as opposed to here. And here is some of the research. And here in going with rent control, where it simply states that it's a government program that limits rent the landlord can demand for a home or an apartment. And it's intended to keep living expenses affordable for individuals that can't have their income keep up with inflationary costs of renting very simple and the cost of appreciation and the cost of rent demand but i'm going to go here and transition into all let's look at specific realities of let's not talk theory let's talk actual examples of does rent control and legislation in different municipalities and different states work there's only seven states in the entire union, plus the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., that have rent control measures in place. And listen to the list of them. Do you think these are conservative red states, are liberal blue states, or a mix of in-between? Of course you know who they are. These are the individuals that Colorado wants to be like. We want to be just like California, like Oregon, like New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Maine, and Minnesota. So... I'm going to look at specific articles and representations in these states with non-biased studies after the break. Do these work or do these not work? And is it time for you to call your legislator and say, hey, my daughter's a renter. Are you going to give her a break on rent? Are you guys going to force her options in rental to decrease because of your legislation? So don't go anywhere. Call me during the break at 719-330-1457. I would love to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction. I want you to call me at 330-1457 to sign up for my next investment property class this month, Tuesday the 28th, introductory to property rental ownership, $95 free of charge for you. Call me and get on the list. You're listening to The J Garvin Show. In all kinds of weather, jump in the line, your body on time, Okay, I believe you jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay I believe you jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you jump in the line, rock your body and time. Now I Don't Know
2: The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's.
1: We want to pump you out. Let me hear you now. I don't know. I don't know. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am in my last nine minutes of conversation with you today, and I'm talking about rent control, talking about Colorado's legislation. There is legislation and laws in seven other states, California, Oregon, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Minnesota, Maine. What do all these states have in common? The commonality of Colorado right now. We have Democratic governors, And an entire Democratic legislation, because that's the only way you get this stuff passed. Even though Colorado has a full Democratic House of Representatives and senator and governor, this measure is, thank God, struggling in the Senate, trying to make changes. Our governor, who I don't trust says that he himself is skeptical of this, but then Governor Hickenlooper said he was against and skeptical against medical marijuana invading Colorado. And look at how that turned out. We had 100 years of Colorado being known as an amazing gaming, fishing, wildlife, and skiing state. I came here for decades, every single winter to come skiing. And in less than 24 months, Colorado went from the gaming, fishing, mountain ski state to the stoners of Colorado. We appreciate you, Governor Hickenlooper, for allowing that to come in. How well has that worked for the state? But with this here, I'm going to look at studies, actual examples within California, Oregon, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, all these different places... And here is the reality. I was absolutely dumbfounded, and I'm going to get clear to the point. I literally looked up the legislations first, and there was a lot of negative things against it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm against it myself, but I'm not going to go on the podcast or radio show and just show one side. So I literally, and I encourage you to do this, literally research, put in your search engine, positive examples of rent control laws. Folks, I spent 15 minutes on the internet Putting that in, I couldn't find one. The first one, bookings.com, blah, blah, blah article said the cost outweighs the benefits. And then I'm like, what in the heck are they talking about? Manhattan Institute Fellowship Studies. It's not the way to increase the amount of affordable housing. What? Rent control isn't the way to increase the amount of affordable housing? Urbanist.com. Rent control is counterproductive in the long run. And I'm like, can I get some positive stuff? econlib.com. This is a liberal site. Rent control has demonstrated that it obviously leads to the deterioration, a decrease in repairs, and less maintenance on houses intended for good. So here's the reality, that in a measure to have rent control, what's found in layman's terms, my friend, is is that it's specifically by earmarking properties and tagging them like in San Francisco for affordable housing, what ends up happening is you create an entire gray market. And what is a gray market? What is a gray market? A gray market is like the dormitories of old Eastern Berlin or the military housing at Fort Carson. Once you get into the housing, you don't want to leave. In fact, you can't leave. So it dramatically decreases the mobility of the renters because once you get in a rental place that it's $1,400 a month for you and $2,100 a month for a person three blocks down or three miles down or another school district for your child, you can't move because of the economic restrictions. But the gray market, is where the consumer entry costs are so high to get on the lists for these limited, even in the areas it's proliferated, these limited rent control areas, you then have a gray market where they never become available because then they are mysteriously transferred from family member or friend without them ever coming onto the market. And then from a landlord standpoint, the administrative costs of this system of rent control is so outrageous and such an elaborate bureaucracy that it increases the administrative costs. So then individuals can't increase rent. So then they specifically go to nothing but minimal maintenance period. And that's why these individuals living here say that it's a slum. And then they come after the landlords for a low maintenance record after they've skyrocketed their administrative costs and eliminated any profit margin. And what's happened successfully in Denver is they've so overbuilt the rental and condo market that condominiums and rentals are more affordable this year in the Denver metro area than they were last year. Without any rent control measures at all, this is what happened. But the individuals in Telluride, the individuals in Vail, the individuals in Boulder aren't happy enough with that. They just want to do a pie-in-the-sky woke measure to control the rents, but they don't see the bureaucracy and the negatives behind it. Here's the newest thing, is the reduction in units and construction. How does decreasing your supply of available houses help in affordability? If you tell a hat maker that he can no longer charge the market value of $10 for the hat, but he has to limit it to $5, how long do you think that hat maker is going to continue to make hats? He's just going to stop. And like I told you, that's what my wife and I will do, even though we're a single family home, if they start to say they're going to control our rent, I'll just 1031 exchange and take $2 million, $3 million worth of real estate out of the Pikes Peak region and put it into the Smoky Mountain region or the Nashville region and just spend more time there. But the last thing is the biggest thing, the property tax revenue. You decrease that revenue and then that ends up hurting the municipal more than ever. So the bottom line is, is that we as a public need to speak up and have a voice. If you've got an, a, a voice for rent control, give me a call at 719-330-1457. In the hours of research I've done, I'm definitely against rent control. I'm an entrepreneur and I stay in my lane with capitalism and a free economy, supply and demand, works the world. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is that any government program Unless it's for defense... Education or national infrastructure, I'm going to be skeptical of it because I believe you, the private citizen, you, the private business owner, you, the private entrepreneur, can do much better than any bureaucracy. I learned that with my 15 years in the military, but none of that is important as this. I want you all to go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. And those of you that are interested in investment property ownership, sign up for my class the 28th of March. To Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m., $95 class, complimentary, investment property 101, 719-330-1457. Let me help you with your next purchase or refinance mortgage. Have a fantastic week. Radio and podcast listeners, you've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Come come on, y'all.